The following program is for informational and educational purposes only. This program does not replace medical, mental health, or psychological diagnosis and treatment prescribed by your personal physician, psychologist, therapist, or other health care provider. Please consult your provider for diagnosis and care before beginning or changing any program or idea discussed. Welcome to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated with host Kristen Harper. She's here to give you those extra tips that you don't always get from other health and wellness programs. Kristen has all the bases covered and just a bit more. Now, here is your host, Kristen Harper. Hello to all my listeners. This is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on Voice America's Health and Wellness channel and also on KIPNX. And today's episode is about cannabis and brain aging with Dr. Daniel Amen. I'm super excited to have him on my show. He has a lot of expertise, and I would like to talk to him about his largest, uh, this is the largest brain study. I was super impressed. I actually read the study and I was just so impressed and as soon as I uh, read the study and I just knew, I, I just wanted to, I contacted uh, uh, Dr. Amen just to get him on my show because I, I just had to have him on my show. And if you'd like to be a sponsor of the show, please send me an email to Kristen, K-R-I-S-T-E-N at KristenHarperSpeaks.com. Your business will get a lot of coverage because Voice America is the largest live internet radio network in the world, and KFNX is the largest network in Phoenix, Arizona. And also, if you'd like to learn more about me, I have two websites, PerfectHealthConsultingServices.com. I do offer hair analysis packages to balance body chemistry naturally. And also my speaking website, KristenHarperSpeaks.com, K-R-I-S-T-E-N, HarperSpeaks.com. I am a health and wellness speaker. And um, today, we will be discussing the largest brain study of 62,454 scans identifies drivers of aging. We will also talk about cannabis, just associated with 2.8 years of accelerated aging and also other drivers of brain aging. And I, I just, I know everyone has their own approach. I've had many guests on my show in the past. I've had celebrities, influencers, doctors, health and wellness experts, authors, researchers, and more. And I know everyone has their own approach. I just want to say that my whole stance as far as cannabis, I personally um, have been against it. I feel that it affects health in a negative way. And I've had a mentor for many years since that, all the way back to 2001. And I personally have always been against it. And there are some individuals out there that will say, well, cannabis abuse is an issue, but, you know, if you're just, but if, you know, just cannabis, like occasionally, 
it's not a problem, but I feel avoiding it completely. That's just my personal uh, stance on the issue. And um, I just want to say, I mean, there's um, uh, many doctors that will, uh, not even naturopathic doctors that will uh, uh, recommend it, like even in Arizona. And so I'm just really excited to be able to talk to Dr. Amen. And so let me go over his bio. Dr. Daniel Amen, he's the founder of Amen Clinics. He's double board certified psychiatrist, neuroscientist, 10-time New York Times best author, distinguished fellow of the American Psychiatric Association. He is one of America's leading psychiatrists and brain health experts. He has authored or co-authored 70 professional articles and more than 30 books, including New York Times, mega bestseller, Change Your Brain, Change Your Life. He has appeared on numerous television shows, including Dr. Phil, Larry King, Dr. Oz, The Doctors, and The VU, and uh, his work has been featured in Newsweek, Time, Huffington Post, ABC World News, 2020, BBC, London Telegraph, Parade Magazine, New York Times, New York Times Magazine, Washington Post, LA Times, Men's Health, and more, and his website, which I highly recommend you check out, is danielamonmd.com. Cannabis should be avoided, but we'll get Dr. Amen's um, perspective on this and talk about his study. It is an honor to have Dr. Daniel Amen on my show. Welcome. Thank you so much, Kristen. It's a pleasure to talk to you about this very important subject. Yes, and I just want to thank you for your hard work and being involved with this study. I think it's an amazing study, and I truly feel that this needed to get out to the world. So it was just perfect timing. That's how I feel about it. And so if we could uh, uh, start off and if you could just... uh, let my listeners know more about this study, which is the largest brain study. So at Amen Clinics, over the last 30 years, we have been looking at people's brains. And we do a study called Brain SPECT Imaging. SPECT looks at blood flow and activity. It looks at how the brain works. It's different from a CAT scan or an MRI that look at brain structure, this looks at brain function. And almost immediately looking at scans of drug abusers, including pot smokers, um, I saw that the brains looked older, looked unhealthier than other people their age. And you know, at a time when we started, it thought it was illegal. Most people thought it was a bad thing. 
And th- there wasn't a lot of controversy about it, you know, and they would call it things like dope and so on. And then, you know, over the last 30 years, the cultural tide has changed, but the neuroscience tide has not changed. And, and so 26 states have legalized marijuana, and I'm actually a fan of legalizing it because I don't want you smoke pot. The last thing you need to do is go to jail, but I think that's not smart. And, but let's not say it's a good thing. And unfortunately, as it's been legalized, people see it as innocuous. And that's not what our imaging work teaches us. Um, We certainly understand why people do it, because it tends to calm down their emotional brain. So it helps with anxiety. But it actually makes your brain look worse. And about two years ago, I published a study on a thousand pot smokers and we compared their brains to healthy brains, people who'd never used pot. And virtually every area of the brain was lower in people who were smoking pot, especially in an area called the hippocampus, which is one of the brain's major memory centers in the brain. And in 10 states, it's actually legal for dementia. And I'm like, okay, that's not a good idea if it's hurting the major memory center in the brain. And then last year, we published the world's largest imaging study. And what we, our intention was really to look at how the brain ages. And, you know, the scans in the study went from as young as a baby that was nine months old to a person who was 105. And as you said, it had 62,454 scans. So this is not a small study. It's, it's, as far as I know, the world's largest brain imaging study. And, and we saw little kids have really busy brains. It tends to sort of settle down around the mid-20s. And then after 60, it begins to drop again. And that's a pattern we've seen for the last 30 years. And then we looked at, well, what are the factors that age the brain? And we developed mathematical models. And the worst was having schizophrenia, that they age the brain faster than anything else. But what really sort of shocked us was the next worst was marijuana. And that marijuana brains looked older and unhealthier, um, worse than almost anything else, worse than ADHD, worse than bipolar disorder, worse than cigarette smoking, even worse than alcohol, which surprised me because I've seen alcoholic brains and I've seen marijuana brains and they both look terrible. And what, what it says to me is we need to have this part of the discussion because, you know, I have a 15 year old daughter and she says, but dad, everybody's smoking pot. Now, in fact, it's not true. It's only about a quarter of teenagers who are smoking pot. Uh, Although I guess it depends on where you go to school. Um, It's not everybody. And it's not a good thing. 
and and I'm old enough to know that culturally we've gone through a number of revolutions that when benzodiazepines like Xanax first came out, they were called mommy's little helper because they help mothers decrease their stress. But then they're also addictive and they cause you to lose your memory and long-term it causes a lot of problems. And then as about 20 years ago, there was a movement on you know, the people in pain, you really should give them a lot of opiates, but it's not um, kind. It's not thoughtful to withhold opiates from them. And Now we're in the middle of this intense opiate crisis. Um, and as we were joking before we went on air, cocaine used to be legal and Freud, you know, the father of uh, modern psychiatry, was a cokehead. And Coca-Cola actually used to have cocaine in it. And over time, we realized that's sort of a bad idea. This is something else that is going to become a bad idea. It just is getting so much excitement, so much marketing, so many dollars, that everybody's sort of jumping on the marijuana millionaire bandwagon. And the research I've seen with thousands of patients, tens of thousands of scans over the last 30 years, is we need to be much more cautious about this. Yes, I absolutely agree with you. And for my listeners that want to check out your study, where can they go for that? So if they go to amenclinics.com, and go to the research tab. We have a summary of the study there. It was published in the Journal of Alzheimer's Disease, which is one of the best medical journals when it comes to aging and dementia. Exactly. So I highly recommend my listeners uh, check out uh, this study. It just I'm so happy it came out so we can get this information out to the world and uh, I just feel like everyone's just just um, recommending it. It's just not everyone, but just a lot of people. And there's even like in the holistic health industry, individuals that are recommending it, and you know, and and uh, naturopathic doctors, and there's just a lot of people that are living a healthy lifestyle. They're eating healthy. And they still feel that marijuana is okay. Yeah, no, they haven't seen the brains that I've seen. And exactly. We, we just need to be more careful. You know, often I feel like I'm crying wolf or, you know, people think I'm crying wolf in the dark. And the scans don't lie. Um, we see it with our eyes. We see it statistically. And does it mean everybody who smokes pot is going to have brain damage? No. But there's a whole bunch of people that do. And, um, and I have a lot of friends who, you know, they just don't hear this message because they're attached to smoking pot. But when I get them to come see me, I just had someone recently 
who's literally smoked it every day for the last 40 years because he wow. believes it helps him sleep. And he grew up with emotional trauma. But mm-hmm. his brain was clearly a decade older and not healthy than it could have been. And ultimately, we have a high school course that we teach this stuff called Brain Thrive by 25. And when we talk to kids about what to avoid, marijuana being one of it, invariably, a teenage boy, always a boy, will raise his hand and go, how can you have any fun? And so we play this game with them called who has more fun? The kid with the good brain or the kid with the bad brain? Who gets the girl and gets to keep her because he doesn't act like a jerk? The kid with the good brain or the kid with the bad brain? Who gets into the college? Who has the best jobs, makes the most money, has the best longevity? And, and so it really depends on, well, what are your goals? And if your goals are to live a long time with a brain intact, then this actually doesn't fit very well. Well, I'm uh, for sure enjoying this interview with you. And I encourage my listeners to check out Dr. Eamon's website and also his um, study. And right now... We need to go to a quick break. This is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated. And today's episode is all about cannabis and brain aging with Dr. Daniel Amen. Please stay tuned, and we'll be back very soon. life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Kristen Harper is a health and wellness speaker and founder of Perfect Health Consulting Services. She inspires people all over the world to keep healthy, happy, and motivated. Get a virtual health coaching or hair mineral analysis package at perfecthealthconsultingservices.com to help you get healthy and stay healthy. Also, go to KristenHarperSpeaks.com to hire Kristen Harper, a health and wellness speaker, for one of your events. Be sure to visit both of Kristen's websites, PerfectHealthConsultingServices.com and K-R-I-S-T-E-N HarperSpeaks.com. Now is the time to take your health to the next level and become the best version of yourself. Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health and Wellness. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. 
Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You're listening to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated with Kristen Harper. If you would like to connect with her, reach out via email to Kristen at KristenHarperSpeaks.com. That's K-R-I-S-T-E-N at KristenHarperSpeaks.com. Now, back to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated. We are back. This is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on Voice America's Health and Wellness Channel and also on KFNX. And today's episode is all about cannabis and brain aging with Dr. Daniel Amen. And um, I, Dr. Amen, I just want to let you know, too, I uh, watched your speech or TEDx speech and you were talking about the scans and the brain and I was really impressed. Thank you so much. It's really been fascinating. And when I became a psychiatrist, I really never thought I'd, you know, get passionate about imaging. But you always have to ask yourself, why are psychiatrists the only medical doctors who never look at the organ they treat? And because of that, they miss this critical information, such as we're talking about with marijuana. And, you know, they can just sort of go with the cultural norm. Oh, well, it's not so bad. You should try this or that. And, you know, we end up with this mess that we're in. And I really think of it like the Wild West because marijuana has been illegal there's not a lot of research with it. And we know that people get really excited about things that are, quote, new. And the research over time, you know, five years, 10 years, can begin to highlight problems. And I'm just very concerned, as you are, about what's happening in our country because of this. Um, absolutely. I mean, you have individuals in, in the holistic health industry that are pushing it and they're supposed to be living, you know, they live a healthy lifestyle and they're, they're recommending the marijuana and a lot, of, a lot of users. So that's like one industry there. And then, um, like I mentioned earlier, there's um, naturopathic doctors that um, uh, recommend it, me- medical cannabis, um, and like I said, um, everyone has their own approach. I just not, I'm just not a fan of it. I just don't feel it should be in the body at all. And, um, also there's individuals, um, Dr. Amen, I, uh, talked to some, just some random people about your study and there's a, a couple of individuals, I won't, I won't mention their names and, uh, they are really into eating healthy, eating organic foods living a healthy lifestyle. However, they still uh, smoke marijuana because they feel it has health benefits. So I I asked them to uh, check out the uh, study and basically their comments were, well, uh, the reason for the accelerated aging uh, is brain aging is because it's, 
cannabis abuse, but they felt that if individuals are smoking marijuana like every now and then, that it's not going to affect the brain in a negative way. Any comments on that? Well, there probably is a dose response. You know, the more you use it, the more of a problem it's going to cause for you, sort of like alcohol. Um, but what's different than alcohol is marijuana is fat soluble. So what that means is when you smoke marijuana today, it's not a decision for the day. It's a 30 day decision because we can actually measure it in your urine, which means it's going to have an impact on your brain for up to 30 days. And that should sort of be concerning to people. Plus, teenagers who smoke have a 450% increased risk of psychosis. And there's a brand new study out that said they also have an increased incidence of depression and suicidal ideation in their 20s. Now, does that mean anxious, depressed people are smoking pot and they're then going to naturally evolve into depression? Uh, Maybe. But I I see it as toxic to brain function. And I just wish your listeners had my eyes and had the opportunity to see what I see on the scans how it just makes the brains look older, unhealthier. And, and I have no dog in the fight, right? The, the anti-marijuana industry didn't fund my study. Uh, the marijuana industry obviously didn't fund my study. It's, it was just an observation that we made when we decided to look at how the brain ages. And... Uh, You know, I actually make more money if you smoke pot because you're just more likely to come see me because your wife's going to be unhappy with you or you're not going to be progressing in your job or you're going to think you have ADD. When you really don't have ADD, what you have is the short attention span that often comes from smoking pot on a regular basis. And the... Criteria was not marijuana abuse. It was marijuana use in the study. And so um, I remain not a fan. Okay. So um, I don't know if you've uh, checked out this article or not. There's been some uh, controversy in regards to your study, and this article is at healthline.com. <laughs> yes, I, I know yeah. about it. They tried to take my hat off. and But it's the same thing, right? I mean, is my work controversial? Well, anybody who's trying to radically change the paradigm in psychiatry it gets me haters. Um, but, but you, you, you know, how do you argue with the pictures? How do you argue really with the statistics? Um, and I didn't do the statistics. 
our head of research, who is also a neuroradiologist at UC San Francisco, um, he did this statistic, so it wasn't me. And, oh, by the way, we had scientists on this paper from Google, Johns Hopkins, um, UCLA, and Damon Clinics. So um, I'm sticking by it. Yep, and, uh, and, and um, you know, I've even had people attacking me just uh, to have you on my show, to be honest with you, um, because there's so many people that just uh, believe in marijuana. And um, I knew, I mean, I read your study, and I just, I knew that I had to have you on my show because I believe in uh, what you're doing, and I, I just think this uh, study is uh, really great. And I truly feel that this information needs to get out to the world. And uh, so individuals, I don't know if there's a way, if someone wants to like see these uh, scans, is there a way that they can look at these scans? Because I know that you uh, actually show some scans when you were doing your TEDx talk. Is there any other? Yeah, no, if they go to amenclinics.com and look under the science. Um, or, you know, I'm not new to the world. You know, if they look up SPACT in marijuana, they just Google that. It, they'll see the scans. Uh, I have them on my Facebook page. And, you know, and they're not the worst, the worst scans, which is sort of interesting. Um, so if you just Google SPECT, S-P-E-C-T, and marijuana, um, a whole bunch of my images show up. And even, you know, in an 18-year-old, we see the premature aging of the brain. And let's just say it is controversial. And I'm obviously not the only one that's concerned about this. Why would you want to put something in your body that's controversial? Oh, my gosh. I love that point. That's so great. Yes, I agree. (laughs) And your friends that are eating organic, I would applaud because you really don't want pesticides in your body. And, um, you know, whenever you smoke something, you increase free radical formation. It damages your lungs. But what was interesting about this study is marijuana was worse than nicotine. Wow. Incredible. And now what's really going on, Kristen, that I think we all should be sort of freaked out about is vaping among teenagers. is an epidemic. The Surgeon General just came out last week or the week before and said vaping is at epidemic levels. And it's not just nicotine. They're vaping marijuana. I actually did a Mm -hmm. show with Dr. Oz on caffeine and vaping caffeine. Mm -hmm. And these effects are not good for you. Now, ultimately, you have to ask yourself, how much do you love yourself? 
Yeah. And for doing things that are bad for you really a sign of love. Right. And, and I would argue probably not. They go, but it helps my anxiety. So um, I'm working on a new book that I'm very fond of called The End of Mental Illness. And because I hate the term mental illness. It's shaming. It's stigmatizing. It's wrong, basically. Mm. That's mm. my take on it, is we, we need a different way to, to think about this. And, for example, with anxiety disorders, is before you take medication, I'm like, here are 14 things to do before you do that. Before you feel like you have to smoke pot, if you're doing it to treat your anxiety. Meditation and hypnosis are so powerful. Anti-anxiety. Doing diaphragmatic oh breathing, hand warming, heart rate variability training, learning not to believe every stupid thing you think, yoga, qigong. All of these are in the do this category before you do medication or marijuana. But for this discussion, when people go, but it treats my anxiety, hypnosis has no side effects. Diaphragmatic breathing and learning to kill the ants, the automatic negative thoughts, there's no side effects to that. And the little mantra I've had in my head since medical school was skills, not just pills. And a long time ago, Doctors, you know, they, report, they repeat this little mantra, first do no harm. Yes. Yep. I, um, I feel like um, it's all about going like for a natural approach first, for sure. And uh, what's really helped me over the years, and I feel like um, for me personally, um, I'm not too much of a fan of uh, yoga and hypnosis and qigong and stuff, but... Uh, I, what I love so much, I've been meditating for years. So I agree, you know, like I've been meditating since I think 2003. It really does calm you down. And so I I agree with you. It's uh, taking that natural approach first, if at all possible. And uh, so I wanted to get back to this Healthline article had another comment about it. So um, in the article, uh, it talks about that there's other research out there that reveals that marijuana is beneficial to health. And that was um, one thing that was brought up in the article. Um, Any comments on that? And they also, and also the helpline said, you know, there's some research that um, reveals that marijuana benefits health, and then it also seems to appear that it is about uh, marketing over science. Well, I think any you, of the articles yeah. that say marijuana is good for you is probably marketing over science. Mm-hmm, and... Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, whenever, whenever you read something like this as a consumer, the first thing you should ask yourself is who funded the study. Mm-hmm. And, and people try to hide that because they don't really want you to know. And, you know, and my study was funded by him in clinics and we just don't make any more money telling you that marijuana is a bad thing. It's just what we found that, you know, the whole world smokes more. My eight clinics around the country will probably be busy, but that's not the right thing to do. Mm. The right Mm -hmm. thing to do is just tell people the truth. And, you know, does marijuana, you know, make you do awful evil things? No, probably alcohol is much better at that. Um, but does it make your brain healthy? It doesn't. I can prove it. Um, and, you know, as I sit here with 40 years of experience as a child psychiatrist and adult psychiatrist, I'm just like, there's not one thing in my head that says, if you have a developing brain, that this is good for you. It's not. It's bad for you. Yes, um, I agree with you on um, what you're saying during this interview. And uh, so we have to go to another short break. This is our last one. This is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on Voice America's Health and Wellness Channel and also on KFNX. Today's episode is all about cannabis and brain aging with Dr. Daniel Amen. Please stay tuned and we'll be back very soon. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Kristen Harper is a health and wellness speaker and founder of Perfect Health Consulting Services. She inspires people all over the world to keep healthy, happy, and motivated. Get a virtual health coaching or hair mineral analysis package at perfecthealthconsultingservices.com to help you get healthy and stay healthy. Also, go to kristenharperspeaks.com to hire Kristen Harper, a health and wellness speaker, for one of your events. Be sure to visit both of Kristen's websites, perfecthealthconsultingservices.com and k-r-i-s-t-e-n harperspeaks.com. Now is the time to take your health to the next level and become the best version of yourself. Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with host Nancy Kerala. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. Together with her guests, we'll explore C. diff infection prevention, treatments, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Health & Wellness. 
The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. to tips to keep you healthy, happy, and motivated with Kristen Harper. If you would like to connect with her, reach out via email to Kristen at kristenharperspeaks.com. That's K-R-I-S-T-E-N at kristenharperspeaks.com. Now, back to tips to keep you healthy, happy, and motivated. We are back. This is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on Voice America's Health and Wellness channel and also on KIPNX. And today's episode is all about cannabis and brain aging with Dr. Daniel Amen. We talked about this largest brain study and uh, is... Dr. Amen, is there anything else that you would like to discuss about this huge study? And there's a lot of patients, too. Well, you know, the other thing in this study was smoking prematurely aged the brain. Um, ADHD, bipolar disorder, schizophrenia was the worst. That we really need to do a better job when people have addictions or mental health challenges of working in a brain centric brain healthy way. A long time ago, I realized nobody really wants to see a psychiatrist that no one really wants to be labeled as defective or abnormal, but everybody wants a better brain. So what if mental health was really brain health? And we don't do a good job. um, There is a group in South Florida that put our spec camera in their addiction hospital. And I went to give the opening um, lecture. And they were serving donuts to everybody. And I'm thinking to myself, that's insane. You're coming to get rid of an addiction, and we're serving you addictive stuff that it's pro-inflammatory, that you can't stop, that hijacks the pleasure centers of your brain, is we don't talk enough about diet and exercise and new learning and inflammation and hormones and infections 
and head trauma. Um, and because of that, we really are missing this amazing opportunity to optimize the brain because I've come to believe with our imaging work, when you get your brain right, your mind will follow. And because people aren't looking at the brain, we're having this discussion is that if, you know, people had the level of experience I've had over the last 30 years, uh, we would not be having this discussion because they would be going, no, marijuana is bad for you. It prematurely ages your brain. So it's probably not a good idea. It's clearly not about brain health. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, and uh, so, uh, you know, I told you about uh, some of the individuals that were just giving me a lot of, uh, uh, they're just kind of, having a hard time with me having you on my show. Just, you know, some people, because they're into, um, they believe in smoking marijuana and they're living these healthy lifestyles and eating healthy organic foods. And another comment they made was their concern was Google was involved with the study and they felt like, you know, with Google that uh, they're involved with the government. They're in bed with the government. And that was a, another a comment they brought up. Yeah, that's paranoid thinking. Um, mm-hmm. Because we were involved with one of their scientists, not policy. Um, but I love this quote. It was just This week I read it from Tim Tebow. He said, you're always going to have critics and naysayers and people that are going to tell you that you won't, that you can't, that you shouldn't. Most of those people are people that didn't, that wouldn't, that couldn't. Don't be defined by outside sources. Go after your dreams. And the dream I have is that people listening will want a better brain. And ultimately, I work with this group at Stanford on uh, how people change. And they change through this process called tiny habits. So what's the smallest thing I can do today that will make the biggest difference? And for me, it's about brain health. So what's the smallest thing I can do today that will make the biggest difference for my brain? And this is a three-second habit. Ask yourself, whenever you're about to do something, drink alcohol, eat the donuts, smoke a joint, just ask yourself this question. Is it good for my brain or bad for it? And if you love yourself, you're going to make a good choice. Because every time you make a bad choice, you make it more likely you're going to make that bad choice again. Because the brain doesn't like change. What you allow your brain to do, it will do over and over and over again. And so if I can just get people to ask themselves this one little question, is this good for my brain or bad for it? If you love yourself, you'll make a good decision. Yes, that's a a good point. And so let's 
say uh, someone has been uh, smoking marijuana for uh, quite a long time and then they finally decide to stop and, you know, start living a healthy lifestyle. I mean, they're living a healthy lifestyle, eating healthy. How long do you feel, just based on your work over the years and reviewing these uh, scans, you know, your research, how long can it actually take before there's positive changes seen in these scans? Well, I, mean, for I, know, people, I know everyone's different, day, too. Right everyone's thing. different. But let me tell you about a study I did. We have scanned okay. about 300 NFL players. Um, wow. And we started our work, so I don't know, for whatever reason, I'm always a troublemaker. Um, we started our NFL work at a time when the NFL um, was, was not being transparent about the issue of concussion in football. And so it was almost 12 years ago. And, you know, they were saying, sort of like the old marijuana issue, well, we don't know if playing football causes long-term brain damage. Um, and so we published a study in 2011 on our first 100 players. Virtually every area of the brain was damaged, was low in blood flow compared to healthy. But, you know, our goal at Amen Clinics is not to go, oh, you have a bad brain, I'm sorry. We want to fix them. And so we put them on a rehabilitation program, multiple vitamin, fish oil, brain healthy habits. After two months, 80% of them showed improvement in blood flow, memory, mood, sleep, and motivation. So it probably takes a couple of months, but, but the payoff is so big that... Well, one, you really shouldn't let your kids play football. Sort of like you really should be upset if they're smoking pot. But if they have been playing contact sports or doing behaviors that hurt them, the brain is so beautifully made that if you put it in a healing environment, within a few months, you can notice significant improvement. But on, on this topic, one of my players... So I'm used to, when we do the follow-up scans, better, 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 better. And I'm like a little kid. I'm so excited because it's, you know, it's my masterpiece. Your brain is my masterpiece, and I want it to be better. I'm attached to the outcome. Um, and then Reggie comes in, and his brain's clearly worse. And I'm like, Reggie, what are you doing? And he drops his eyes to the floor. And he said, before my first scan, I stopped smoking pot for a month because I didn't want it to work bad. But after the first study, I went through some stress and it was my automatic habit. I went back to smoking pot. And I was furious with him because he's messing up my work. But it's so clear marijuana is not going green. So how do you argue with that? I mean, what's, what's the, you know, what's the benefit for me to come out and have all these haters hate on me more? Cause every time we post something about marijuana, the haters come out. 
Mm-hmm. And, and it just reminds me of a verse in the New Testament that I really like. It's in the book of John, chapter 8, verse 32. Know the truth. The truth will set you free. Absolutely. No the brain. Yep. And, you know, yep. I mean, you can argue with it all you want. You can ascribe um, bad motivation to me, like I'm in bed with Google, who, you know, is in bed with the government. The government doesn't want you smoking pot because they're evil. Or you can say, let's see, this is a psychiatrist who cares about his patients for 40 years. His experience, seeing more brains than anybody in the history of the world, is that marijuana makes your brain look older. And oh, by the way, they proved it statistically. That should give me pause. Well, uh, Dr. Eamon, we're at the end of my show, and I truly enjoyed uh, conversing with you today. And I do agree with you that marijuana affects health in a negative way. And I I just uh, really appreciate your work and your research. And um, I do recommend my listeners uh, check out that study and go to your website. And any last comment from my listeners? Is there any any other I just want them to fall in love with their brains. Um, I have a new... Yes. show on public television called Feel Better Fast and Make It Last starting okay. not this weekend, but the following weekend, it's going to be airing nationwide. Um, so hopefully they can catch me on TV or if they want to see more of the scans, I have a new book out uh, called Feel Better Fast and Make It Last. Well, thank you so much for everything that you're doing to help people around the world. And I wish you my best. Thank you so much, Kristen. Okay. You take care, and uh, listeners, make sure you tune in next week on Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time. Wishing all of you a wonderful week and many blessings. Thank you for being a part of the show this week. Tips to keep you healthy, happy, and motivated with your host, Kristen Harper can be heard live every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Kristen can't wait to speak again next week. 